But thanks for tuning in. And I just wanted to talk about a couple things today. Number one, cryptocurrency. So let's get right into this shit. So what the fuck happened with Dogecoin? So, you know, back in March or April, Doge was a sleeping giant. February, I mean, it could have even been 0.005 in February. I can't remember. I got in at around four cents. And we were all excited about it. Everyone had seen like this massive potential. We felt the storm brewing, and then Doge went from four cents to five cents to seven cents, then to 11, 12, 13, and then 17 cents. By the time it hit 17 cents, I mean, we were coming up on Doge Day 420. Uh, we were at 30 cents by that point. And Elon Musk was coming out on Saturday Night Live around uh, 420, and we thought it was all going to go to a dollar. And for the first time last night, I had that regret of, damn, I should have sold at 70, 74 cents, whatever it hit. I had a 300x. Damn, that would have been a nice chunk of cash. I'm still long Doge, you know, Doge corners don't come and get me, but... Man, how are y'all feeling about Doge? What's the next play? I mean, are we waiting until next year for Doge 1? You know, um, Elon's rocket, you know, to go up or whatever it is. I just don't know what the next play is. You know, they seemed like there was some infighting going on and Barry Silbert came out and was like, you know, hey, we're all opening up short positions and obviously they're playing with billions. So it just seemed like it got sort of hung up. And that kind of sucked, but it's at around 28 cents. You know, I mean, we're still strong. We're still doing really well, and we're still in a great position with Doge. Obviously, Mullet Dragon Token is a part of Mullet Dragon Project. And, you know, what happened with that is my buddy became a, um, you know, a Delta 8 distributor and threw me a can of peanut butter one night and you know I hit the peanut butter pretty hard and just got all this creative energy at like 2 a.m. and I'm like what am I going to do I'll create a cryptocurrency so I got a simple contract I created the smart contract and you know I mean the rest is sort of history it hit a $100,000 market cap in a couple days like 48 hours and then all the little haters and shrimpies came out of the woodworks and started attacking. Um, and I had to just sort of chill for a little bit and assess the situation. I am planning sort of a relaunch or a V2 that would probably include reflections for current shareholders, um, penalizing for selling, which would equal reflections for shareholders on the sell, as well as the buy and also a marketing, 5% to marketing, 5% to liquidity. These things are huge. And that was sort of my original intent with the first one, but I think it was such a new space that people are just now learning that these cryptocurrencies do need a marketing budget or else they won't survive. I'm not saying I can't get the original Mullet Dragon token to 0 .001, 0 .001 or $1. I'm not saying that I can't do that. The supply is limited. Um, I just think that there's a lot of potential with this, you know, as we continue to step into the metaverse and what that looks like. So, but I don't know. I'm really hot on a coin right now. Luffy, I like Saitama. I love Shib, but Luffy and another coin, Totoro, are great. But here's the thing. All these coins that I just named are on the Ethereum network. And you take a look at the gas prices... I wanted to buy $300 of a brand new coin last night, and the gas fee on the Ethereum network was $300 as well. 
And who knows what that $300 in gas is going to be equal to 50 years from now. It could equal 300000 So I'm paying a house, a $300,000 house for him to mine this shit coin. Like, I don't know. That's why I'm big on Solana right now. I bought 42 Solanas last week for like, I don't know, $8,000, $9,000. And they're already up $20. I bought it at $225. They're like two, trading at $245 today. So... I believe in the Solana network. It's lightning fast. The fees are negligible. To, 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 to my knowledge, I'm not a Solana expert. I'm just learning this. I'm more of a, a, a jump first and then sort of get through it, figure out the best route and get the bag type of guy. So let me know in the comments what, what coins you're looking at right now. Um, I know a lot of y'all trade. I know VeChain is hot. I do love Bitcoin, Ethereum. I love SHIB. Um, my least favorites right now, I'm going to be honest, are probably Bitcoin and I don't see a tremendously massive upside to Doge right now, other than it is the absolute original grandfather meme coin. What an amazing thing Doge, Doge is and was. It's the only one. I put that up there with Bitcoin, you know, just really stepping out and being like, look, this is a joke. And humans are awesome. Like, that's what Dogecoin says to me is that humans are awesome. Um, and I love what cryptocurrency stands about, which is the de decentralization and just us being able to operate on our own, you know, without bank, banks, central banks. And um, I'm excited about cryptocurrency. I think it's the biggest thing of our lifetime. And uh, obviously, I think NFTs are more like, the beginnings of a wave like this the nfts to me are like the surfboards on the wave that's coming in and i think that wave is not necessarily the metaverse i think that social networks are so big that they're able to coin that term and just put it on you like people and be like oh well we're the metaverse but no i think that cryptocurrency itself is in creation is in process of creating what a metaverse actually is. And I think that, you know, NFTs are just part of that. I think that they hold tremendous value, but, you know, I'm not really that big into NFTs. I like the, the world of women NFTs and some of the other NFTs. And, you know, I plan on keeping an eye on that. But um, lastly, on this podcast, I just wanted to run down real quick. I did mention that I'm in studio making some records for Mola Dragon. You know, we did the uh, Candy Colored Porsche song, and music video. I had a lot of fun shooting that um, video with Sib and some friends. But, uh, you know, that song did number 61 on the iTunes pop charts. I, I, then I just put out a song. I had a verse with Riff Raff, a.k.a. Jody High Roller, and I did that. I, I, I'm i not the biggest on those two songs. You know, I'm just going to be honest as a songwriter. I sort of just wanted to get the project started, get some content out. But um, Kenny Colored Porsche did do number 61 on the iTunes pop charts. I think that was amazing and a lot of fun. And this next song, uh, I'm putting out Socks and Flops. We just did the video on it, and I'm waiting to get that back. I'm probably going to put it out in two to three weeks, and we'll probably do some marketing to the country charts. I'm going to try and take Mullet Dragon more and more into uh, country music and with Nashville. And I'm learning more about that and what that looks like. But it's very convenient to do, and I think it makes more sense. But... Lastly, I just wanted to talk a little bit about um, how I got involved with music. You know, from an early age, I was always learning how to do music, but I wanted to speak on a relationship that I had 
that was very pivotal in my success, you know, a rapper named Haystack. I'm from Lebanon, Tennessee, and there was this huge, huge guy that was selling like 50, 75,000, 100,000 records in the rap game, man. This big old white guy, man, must have weighed 300 pounds or more. I don't know. Had orange hair and could rap his ass off. And he still does, you know, release records. And uh, he was a game changer, you know. And he came out and everybody in the town and in Nashville, Georgia, Alabama, you know, everybody knew this haystack. And anyways, he was from Lebanon and, you know, he was really inspiring to people and myself to even make music. And so, you know, me and my buddies were at the gas station one night, you know, hanging out because it's Lebanon. I mean, it's a small town. We might have been having a couple of little beers or some Mike's Hard Lemonades or something, maybe some Wendy's Chicken Nuggets or something, you know. And anyways, Haystack pulls up in his truck, and he's like, hey, y'all, what's up, man? And they said, Mike, go give him your record. So I got my record, you know, out, because we were always listening to the shit that I was doing. And um, make sure this is even... Oh, man. So um, I went and gave him my record, and I had my number on my CDs. You know, I was always hanging out my, uh, uh, handing out my CDs. And um, he said, well, let me play what I'm working on. And he played me... He, was, he had been working on songs for The Natural, his release, The Natural. And um, they sounded great. He played me that one song, F'd Up, and he had the first verse and a couple sound effects where the car hits the wall. You know, F'd Up, seeing planets and stars, weed, X, pills, and Xanax bars, I'm bump, bump, uppers, downers, whatever you like, everybody get high tonight. And it was just so awesome, and I gave him my record. Anyways, he called me, and my number was on it. He called me, and he said, uh... Yo, is this Mike? I said, yeah. He said, this stack. Yeah. I said, oh my God, what's up, man? He said, yo, I want to offer you a writer's copy on your song. And I had this song on there called I Want to See You Again. And the chorus said, I want to see you again like you were back then. But I can't. That's a fact that everyone sins. But you took it too far. Now you're gone in the wind. But, oh, I want to see you again. And it was a nice little song. I think I'm about to bring it back or something. But anyways... He came in and, um, you, you know, told me he wanted to um, cut the song and offer me a writer's copy. We talked for like five or six months and uh, it didn't end up working out. But it was encouraging, you know, to me as a youngster, a 16, 17 year old about to make life decisions. Like, am I going to go to college and all that stuff? And uh, it encouraged me just to go to college to study music. And, you know, I was in a different band every night in college. I was handing out flyers. I was nailing my flyers to trees and inside of the cafeterias at college. I was playing in a different band every night. I was doing interviews on the the, the radio at college. I was doing all this stuff. And uh, eight months after I graduated college, I ended up um, signing a recording contract with an imprint label of Warner Brothers. They had just done um, a deal with Warner Brothers, specifically in the publishing department, it's this huge $100 million deal. So I ended up signing with the company and touring with artists like Snoop Dogg and the Killers and playing festivals like Lollapalooza and South by Southwest. And it was a fun time. It was a fun time. And after a couple of years, the you know typical label stuff, they said they didn't want to release a record or didn't know how. And I'm like, well, that just doesn't do me any good. So I ended up moving to West Hollywood to focus on my career of songwriting and music production for artists bigger than myself. And I ended up co-writing a couple albums that won Grammy Awards. I sang on those records. I played on those records. The songs that got cut, I named. I, they started you know in my studio, very similar to you know where I am now. And... Um, that was great. 
and then I started. Uh, so that's my history in music, basically. You know, I, I came from the pawn shop in Lebanon, Tennessee, to touring with Snoop Dogg, and it's just the truth. And you know, I'm really excited about the Mola Dragon project. I I, I see it as a lifestyle thing, uh, uh, stepping into the future. Uh, even the present of you know cryptocurrency nfts gaming i don't know what the gaming portion looks like but products i love selling products i've ran a physical product business for the last four years and i think i may share some tips and tricks on how to do that moving forward but check out these dope ass new shirts support the mullet dragon lifestyle support the mullet dragon creator project the stronger we get the more we add the more we multiply the more money we make i'm just getting started with this whole thing so trust me, stick in there with me. I appreciate your trust, your support, and uh, we'll do this thing together. So I'll see you next time.